Welcome to Moving and Grooving with Ellen. And guys, everyone in the audience, today is the day after my birthday, which was April 19th yesterday. Today is April 20th, obviously, and I have the greatest show. It's the perfect show after a birthday. I am still celebrating because who do I have on? I have Corey Corey Mogennis and her brother Ray Mogennis, who are going to talk about this show, Wining and Dining with Corey and Ray, and they do this out of New Jersey. We're going to talk about wine, which, guys, I mean, is there anything better after a birthday than to talk about wine? So, um... First of all, I want to talk about Corey. Corey has acquired her love of wine over the last 25 years through research, discussions, wine tastings, educational classes, and by having a glass or few. That sounds good to me. She has traveled to various wine regions and visited wineries in Sonoma, Napa, Temecula, Italy, France, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and even those in New Jersey, New York, Virginia, Pennsylvania, and many other local states. Corey loves to constantly learn more about every type of wine. I, I, I would love to learn constantly about every type of wine, and we're going to learn about that here from them because we have another show to do after this next, uh, in a couple of months. And she's always looking for the best bottle from values to high-end wines to low-end wines. One of her best resources has been her brother Ray, who is immersed in the wine industry and has been a wealth of knowledge on her quest to become a true wine aficionado. Aficionado. Sorry, guys. I miss, you know, I missed uh, spoke on that one. She's also the former producer and co-host of Princeton's TV Medical Tips You Need to Know. And Corey was on my last show, Your Healthcare Choice a Chance, on, uh, talking about um, medical tips, and it was, was really great. Ray McGinnis, also producer and co-host. I think I didn't mention that Corey is the producer and co-host of their TV show down in uh, New Jersey, has been working in the restaurant and retail wine industry since 1990 and has been given certifications in the industry for both Italian varietals and the Napa Valley region as well. He has traveled to to close to a dozen countries as a wine professional. He has hosted over 200 private and industry tastings covering wines from all over the globe. He currently is a wine manager and a buyer for a private retail wine shop. Also being a professional comedian for 13 years, it's helped him apply a unique and humorous approach when introducing wines to his customers, families and friends, family and friends. What could be better than a hearty laugh with a delicious glass of wine? And I echo your sentiments, Ray. Welcome, guys. How are you? Doing well. Corey, how are you? Yes, I'm doing fantastic and very happy for you to have us on your show. Oh, I'm so glad. And I think I mentioned to you before the show that I'm now wearing a T-shirt that says, Every Hour is Happy Hour. I think that sums it up, don't you guys? Absolutely. <laughs> really? Anyway, um, let's just get... A quick, just just to, to say real quick. Yeah. You had said uh, our show is Whining and Dining with Corey and Ray. Yeah. It's Whining Away with Corey and Sorry. Ray. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. And we do love dining as well as drinking, so it actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, I'm glad you corrected me because, you know... It's very important that everyone get this right. And just tell everyone where the show is aired because it's important that they watch it. Well, right now right now we have a YouTube channel. And, again, the show is Whining Away with Corey and Ray. It's W-I-N-E hyphen I-N-G. Corey is C-O-R-I-E. So you can Google us and find us. We had for about a year the show um, – on Princeton Community Television, and that aired on Vimeo and Apple TV and Roku and and various local uh, township television stations. However, during COVID, that kind of got changed. Uh, The board of directors then 
switched as well. And the requirements to have a show there became unattainable for us and many, unfortunately, of the other you know uh, right, shows that right. we're on. Yeah, yeah. So we're now relying on the YouTube channel. Um, we have a couple of um, other possibilities, and you know, hopefully, adventures in the works in the future. But you can Google us and find us either on YouTube or a lot of the past shows that we did do at Princeton TV are on Vimeo. Fantastic. Say the name of the show again for folks. I'm sorry, I, I did not say it correctly. That is not. That's okay. That's not good. So say it again twice from each one of you. To, so that people can um, log on to Google and find you. <laughs> okay, it's whining away with Corey and Ray. Ray, you say and it now. And it's whining away with Corey and Ray. And that sounds yay. And, yay, and it sounds like I'm whining away with Corey and Ray here. My goodness, <laughs> <laughs> so nice to have you on. Seriously. Um, okay, so now who is the show for? Because it's it's really when you say wine, people sometimes get intimidated. So who is the wine? Who is the show for? Right well, on. I mean, it, 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 I mean, the show was uh, the idea for the show, I should say, was born out of uh, me working in the wine industry and, and introducing Corey to a lot of different uh, varietals that she didn't know about or different examples of a varietal she thought uh, she already knew everything about. And, you know, we found it pretty fascinating. Uh, so we thought, uh, you know, Corey could hello, represent uh, Corey could represent the customers or uh, guests that uh you know wanted to learn more right and so uh we're we're just trying to show a fun side to uh you know immersing yourself and learning as much as you can about uh, all the different varietals there are and there's so many aren't there guys i mean you you absolutely i was reading uh, there are many articles folks about them um in new jersey newspapers and and i i've been learning a lot about wine which i did not know until i started doing the show with you um it's very very interesting why did you just when did you decide to do this because I know you're both well, so busy. Yeah, I mean, when the when my medical tip show ended um, after ten years mm-hmm. of running, yeah, um, we Ray and I had you know had been talking about some doing something together for a while, and I said, well, how about now? Now's the perfect time. And he's like, are you serious? And I said, <laughs> yeah, let's get a let's get a proposal together. Let's do the show. Yeah. And we spoke to the station, and we just quickly you know gathered up. Uh, a crew and people to help us and we started getting guests of all kinds and uh, it just took off and let me ask you are you drinking while you're doing these shows oh absolutely <laughs> and so you must every be, time <laughs> and you must be having a blast as i am right now because it was in lieu, it was in lieu of pay <laughs> I, I would say i would say and so who are your guests because as i said i read in, the, in those newspaper articles about you you have many many people coming on who are uh, really experts in the wine field well, right. we were lucky enough that, uh, you know, being located in New Jersey, yep. and this was something that with the show I, I learned uh, more about, we have uh, a lot of wineries in New Jersey. I, you know, uh, I was I amazed knew, about that. I have to tell you the truth. It, yeah. Yeah, I, I knew of a couple of them, uh, but uh, once we uh, started looking more into it, and then Corey started sending me all the information on the people that she was contacting, mm-hmm. I, I hadn't even heard of some of them, and fantastic stuff i mean yeah. we were really amazed at just how good uh the wine was coming you know from our own state like like what are some of the wines from new jersey because when i think of new jersey um i don't think of wine 
You know, I really don't. So, yeah, it's, it's not the first thing that pops into my head. Um, well, I lo- you do, but it's usually being drunk out of the paper bag. <laughs> exactly. You know? I mean, Corey, will you agree with me on that? I mean, did you think well, of... Yes, I, I do. And I think that even some people for many years had the uh, misunderstanding that it was just like fruit wine, yeah. very sweet wine. Right, right. And the more we dove into it and the more we, you know, exposed ourselves to, to all of the wineries and the very experienced people who worked at them, we found some fantastic varietals. Yeah. Uh, Ray, you want to talk about some of your favorites that we had? Yeah, I, absolutely. What are some of your favorites? I, I mean, uh, what was the one? Excuse me, just gun? one thing. Um, my audience, get out a pen and pencil uh, and paper and mark some of these down if this is really what you're into. Go ahead, guys. I just want them to know what some of these varietals are so they'll remember. Corey, the, uh, the, the winery that brought us all the different Chardonnays, is that Unionville? Unionville and Ringo's. Yeah, Unionville had uh, made a, a few different Chardonnays, but different styles. Mm. So some that were similar to a California Chard, some that were similar to a white Burgundy. They mm. had lighter versions, uh, more buttery, lush versions. And I just uh, I was blown away by what they were uh, you know, sending out in uh, one winery. And then, of course, uh, Hopewell. Yeah. Uh, such uh, fantastic uh, oh. Italian varietals hmm. that they were growing in New Jersey. And, wow. Uh, they had a delicious Barbera, uh, a very, very good Pinot Grigio that uh, really was unique and uh, was a real standout. And uh, they had a dessert wine and a right. sparkling and just yeah, they had a Prosecco that was amazing. Well, I'm glad you said Prosecco because I love wine. I wouldn't be doing the show if I didn't adore wine. And I lived in California. I was in Napa and Sonoma, so I love wine. But I discovered Prosecco a couple of years ago. I had never, ever had it. And it's delicious. It's re- I've been drinking Lunetta, and I'm one of those, these cheapos. It's like I spend like $3 a bottle, so I get Lunetta. You can get, <laughs> yeah, you can get um, these small bottles for like nine ninety nine. Are you familiar with that at all? <laughs> I have. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yes. So let me ask you, these Unionville um, wines, are they expensive? Well, I, I mean, I think they were less than $40 a bottle. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, some started around 30s. 15 Yeah, okay. some started 15 20 and then they went up to about $40 a bottle. Oh, okay. But, uh, trust trust me, yeah. for the quality that you were getting, uh, it was well worth the price. Right. Okay. Um, let me ask you, um, Ray, do you have any of these uh, New Jersey wines in your um, wine store? Uh, right now, I carry a couple of wines from Tomasello, mm-hmm. um, which they do do a, uh, a lot of the sweeter fruit wines and right. Moscato. Yeah. That is their thumbprint, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I, I'm looking to bring more in. It's okay. just, uh, we just opened up right. uh, last weekend was our opening weekend. So, Where were you located? Uh, just let the audience know. I work at Wine Anthology on uh, Route 22 in Scotch Plains. Oh, okay. And let me ask you also, if someone wants to deal directly with you to get some wines, do you, do you uh, send them out? Can, can they order it online or whatever? You, we, you could go on wineanthology.com and we send, uh, you know, everything from wine to spirits all over the country. Okay, that's really good to know. Okay, guys, so let's talk about the show a little bit more. What are your future shows? Uh, let's talk about the past shows. What are some of your favorite past shows that you feel that really um, hit the nail on the head? Corey, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, Corey, sure. <laughs> I mean, I I really I can't say that there was one show I didn't right. enjoy. Yeah. Um, but it was it was always fun to have the uh, 
the winemakers mm-hmm. or the winery owners on the show and to hear the history and story of how they or their families got involved, yep. how they decided to open up a vineyard um, and, and how the winemaking began and how they got to where they were and what they were sharing with us. That was always such a pleasure. I mean, we even had the opportunity um, with Terhune Orchards and Vineyards in Princeton, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's run by an entire family, different generations. They invited us out um, to their farm and to their vineyard and their orchards for an entire tour and to oh. get, you know, really meet the family and see what was going on before they even came on the show so that we had a real sense of what they do and, and you know, all the, the passion and the love that goes into it. Right. Um, we've met some fantastic chefs mm-hmm. um, who were co-owners of restaurants. We met general managers from restaurants. We um, actually, who became a good friend of ours, um, we met... A, a gentleman who um, is an Italian wine ambassador, oh. and he's also um, part manager and owner of the Salt Creek Grill uh-huh. restaurants. Uh-huh. And uh, so, you know, that just, I, I mean, just, you, you know, the variation. name, Corey. And his name is? Hugh. Hugh Pierce. <laughs> oh, Hugh. Now, what does a wine ambassador do? Because it sounds like a job I might really like. <laughs> is there anything particular that a wine ambassador does except drink well, wine? I mean, I could- I mean, from from our perspective, mm-hmm. you know, he supplies his his restaurant with some amazing uh, varietals. Mm-hmm. He gets to travel to Italy and he meets all these winemakers wow. personally, and then brings their stuff in. And he invited us recently to a Lambrusco dinner, which we were amazed to learn that uh, Lambrusco is not all sweet. There were drier mm-hmm. versions. We we even had a vintage Lambrusco from two thousand six. Wow! Yeah, which you know knocked my socks off and. Uh, that was all thanks to Hugh and his uh, incredible, uh, you know, knowledge and connection to Italy. Well, let me ask you: How does the French? How do the French wines? Because that's what I think of when I think of wine is France, um, and apparently that's not the first thing you would think of. But how do they compare in wines to um, Italy? Either one can take this question, or both of you can take this question. Well, I mean, I'll let Ray France, take this. Okay, you know, France is very, very uh, uh, protective and proud of their winemaking history. Mm. And, they have pretty much set the tone of how wines are made and, and exported out of Europe. Right. Um, for a long, long time, uh, France uh, sort of thumbed uh, their nose to anyone else that made wine. Right. It, it, Italy was seen as the jug wine. Mm-hmm. But you would get like Barbarone and Chianti and that kind of stuff. So kind of cheap but stuff when you say jug wine. It, that sounds uh, like really cheapo, El Cheapo. But, but over, uh, you know, the last... Uh, seven or eight decades or so, Italy has certainly uh, pushed forward and have, has put out world-class Brunellos and Amaronis and Barolos. And, uh, you know, I remember no- when I was in Italy a, a long time ago, I went on a big tour. Um, it was in the summer. It was very hot. And we were drinking all day. <laughs> we were drinking wine all day. I don't think I can remember much because I was drinking Italian wines all day, plus the food, of course, which was fantastic. Yeah. And, but, uh, and the that, heat- that's... Yeah, they really uh, make their wines to go with cuisine. Oh, something they take great pride. So terrific, really terrific. Let's get back to the show a bit, though. Who does what in this show, Corey? Do you want to talk about your role in the show and what you do? (laughs) (laughs) Your brother is laughing, and uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. What do you do, Corey? Do you do anything Um, in the show? (laughs) Do you put it all together? I would say that I do majority of it. (laughs) Uh, Ray likes to call my role Corey's corner. Uh huh. So what does that entail, Corey? 
Besides um, drinking well, the wine, do you, is that a prerequisite to drink the wine, taste all the wines before you put a show together? Um, no, sometimes we wait until the actual show. show but, right, right. But um, when we were in Princeton, of course, I was kind of in charge of uh, scheduling and seeking out the guests and coordinating the guests and getting them on the show. Uh-huh. And then Ray is there to entertain and drink the wine once we get there. Well, um, you say well, Ray entertain. You, know, you, yeah. you can point out, Corey, that I do come with a portion of the wine knowledge. You are you are the wine knowledge. I was getting to that. Oh. Well, I, I, I think... Do you the think... compliment was going to follow the insult. <laughs> uh, brother and sister, what can I say? What can I say? Ray, being a comedian, I think, helps too, don't you think? Being on the show? I, I You know, it, it was something I did for a long time. Yeah. It's been a long time, but it's just part of my personality. Right, and, right. I you can know, we like to have We like to have fun, and yep. it's so... I will say, yes, it's been an easy transition. <laughs> As you can see, I'm sort of, I like being a comedian also. I like to have a good time also. So um, what I want to know is what are some of the upcoming shows? Because truly, all uh, kidding aside, I think this is a fantastic show. I really do. You want to say the name of the show again, each of you, one more time for the audience? Okay. Sure. Whining Away, that's W-I-N-E hyphen I-N-G mm-hmm. with Corey, C-O-R-I-E, and Ray, R-A-Y. And Ray, you want to say it too? <laughs> you want to say it too, Ray? It's whining away with Corey, who does everything, and Ray, Yay. who goes up to drink. Yay, go get him, guys. Okay, so what are the, some of the upcoming shows? Um, well, right now on YouTube, we have 55 episodes, mm-hmm. and they're anywhere wow. from 4 to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, on Vimeo, we have approximately 26 shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people want to, you know, take a look at it and see what we're all about, there's plenty to choose from. Okay. Um, you okay. know, future shows, we're planning on doing many more wine reviews. We like to keep it to unique um, wines that people have never heard of, right. affordable wines that, you know, people can get and enjoy on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, you know, we like to stay at, do some favorites, you know, some wines that people always go to. They're just looking for a, you know, a new brand, a new type. And, um, and we are looking uh, to do a show from the aforementioned Hugh yeah. uh, at his restaurant. He wanted us to come and do an episode on the Lambruscos that we tried at the dinner. Very nice. Well, let me ask you, you didn't answer my question because this is really important to me, guys. What does a wine ambassador do? It sounds very interesting to me. Can you tell me what a wine ambassador does? I, I mean, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, what, what that really refers to is his level of expertise. Oh, I see. Okay. I, I wouldn't. So yeah, because he, I, he, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's even, I think, beyond the sommelier when it comes to Italian varietals. Uh-huh. He is an ambassador. So he's been given like the, the highest, rec, you know, uh, recognition for his knowledge. Get. Yes, absolutely. I see. Okay. Um all right, so let me see what else I have to add. I have so many things to ask you guys. Yeah, I, I think an important thing. Did you grow up with wine? Was this something in your house that got you really interested? Uh, no, not necessarily. There, there was drinking, uh, yeah. but not necessarily wine. I, I got into wine when I uh, started in the restaurant industry, and it uh, was something that, uh, you know, made, the, the more I learned about the wine, I think the better my tips were. So right. uh, that's how I got into it, Corey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and I got more interested in, of course, learning through Ray 
and um, all of Ray's recommendations starting to bring around the wine. And uh, when I started working at the law firm where I am now, they were big wine drinkers. And I kind of thought, well, I'm either going to participate and dive in here and learn what I can or I'm going to be left out. So I dove in. And you have traveled. I mean, I was reading your, your resume. It, it sounds so wonderful. Can you tell us about some of your wonderful trips? I, I, you, I think you went to Tuscany, didn't you, to, for wine? I, I did. And, and Tuscany definitely was one of my all-time favorites. There, there are no words for, you know, traveling around Italy and eating that amazing food and, you know, actually hanging out with locals, going to different wineries, again, that are family-owned and, you know, just the pride that's in it. And, and experiencing all that firsthand was just something, you know, I just can't even describe. Did you also cook with the wine? Did you take any of these cooking classes that they, they have in Tuscany? I, I did. I took cooking classes in Tuscany. I took cooking classes on the Amalfi Coast, mm. um, right outside of Positano, and wow. their wines as well were just incredible. And, you know, it's trips of a lifetime that I'm very fortunate and, and grateful to have had. Fa- it's absolutely fabulous. And, Ray, have you traveled, too, for the wines to learn more about uh, wines? Yeah, my most recent trip a few years ago was to Napa, and ah. um, I was part of the Napa Immersion Group. Right. And you were talking about your trip to Italy where you drank from— From morning to night. Right. From morning to night. That yeah. was pretty much the same thing. But yeah. we had symposiums with sommeliers, mm. and I was in all the different winemakers from all the uh, AVAs around uh, Napa Valley, and it was just incredible. It's, not, it's absolutely fabulous, really fabulous. The thing that surprised me in reading about you guys, and as you know, I do a lot of, um, uh, I educate myself about you and any guests who's on, is um, South Africa has great wines. Corey, I think I spoke to you about that. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. totally amazed, totally amazed. Absolutely. Ray has a, a good friend that um, actually we've had um, on the show as well, and we've gotten a you know, a lot of varietals that they shared with us that we were able to review. And I've learned so much just through that. And then we started with additional connections of other distributors in South African wines. And, you know, it's it's definitely underrated. Let me ask you, are these wines more expensive since they're produced, you know, not in the United States? Would they be no, more expensive? not ex- at all. Not at all. South Africa, you can get, I mean, <clears throat> the person that we're speaking about carries a, a line of wines from kwv which is one of the oldest producers in south africa mm. and you you can get their introductory level wines for you know 10 to 12 dollars and their higher ends are wow. 20 to 25 right. i mean these are great prices for these wines and they're all organic that's mm-hmm. just how they make the wines in south africa what, what does that mean organic when it comes to wine it, it means sustainable practices uh, no pesticides uh-huh. you know you have to follow a very stringent uh list of rules and making mm-hmm. the wine mm-hmm. they you know they're just fabulously done is that universally um done say in italy or in france or any of these other countries that we're talking about do they there, um, follow those rules there too? are organic producers from those countries but not necessarily everything you drink that's italian or french would be organic mm-hmm. whereas south africa 95 percent of the wine is organic uh-huh the other one that i was i went into a, a wine tasting um uh, old party here in the Cape and one of the wine stores, and uh, they ha- I think they had wines from Australia, which I really like too. Are you familiar yeah, with so Australia? Australia wines have, have been around for quite some time, and uh, they're probably best known for uh, their making of Shiraz. Mm, what's that? It's a red wine, very fruity, got a little spice on the end. Okay. Uh, but, but that's the main varietal from okay. Australia. And, and folks, I want you to know that um, Corey and Ray will be back in June 
to talk about, it will be more or less a tutorial. Today we're just sort of getting acquainted and so forth, so you can learn about them. But we're going to have more of a tutorial in June. Isn't that right, guys? You're going to talk about your favorite wines and what people can look for and so forth? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I really would like that because there's so much to talk about in wine. And I'm one of those people that just goes, I, I um, have something in my mind, and I go in, and I take it, and I don't think much about it. But I'd like to, certainly like to learn more about which would taste better in a different mood or with different food or whatever. And aren't you doing a show um, uh, pairing wines with food? Didn't I read that? Or have you already done that show? Yeah, that's the one that Ray was talking about earlier. Um, our our friend Hugh, the Italian yep. wine ambassador, right. he wants to have us back um, at his restaurant to kind of do a, a whining and dining, like you you mentioned earlier, right? Where we kind of pair the the food with the wine and talk about you know the, the wine and and the match and and have like a whole uh, dinner party um, episode, if you will. Right. And I, so I, when you said when you said whining and dining, it wasn't so much a mistake as a premonition. <laughs> You're so right, Ray. You're so it was such a premonition. You you said it perfectly. You absolutely said it perfectly. And um, because I'm one of these people, the only thing I really know is red wine with meat, and white wine with fish. I mean that's about basically it. And I tend to drink only white wine. I happen to like white wine, but I um, really I'm so looking forward to our show um, in June because I'd like to know really how should I change my habits here, my wine habits, because and I'm sure I'm like so many other people who are not that educated when it comes to wine, but like a good bottle, like a good um, cheese, so they'll pair them together sort of haphazardly. You know what I'm saying? Not thinking much about you know if they really if they complement each other. Do you know what well, I'm saying? That comes back to your, your question earlier, which is, who is the show for? Well, that's who the show's for. We're trying to, you know, help, help those people who are interested in doing those kinds of things right. but maybe don't feel that they know enough. Exactly, exactly. And I am one of these people that really loves wine. I mean, there's no question about it. And also Prosecco. Now, when it comes to Prosecco, are you spending any time with that? Oh, Corey, that's one of your favorites. Yes, we we do. We talk about uh, prosecco and champagne, um, other sparkling wines on yeah. the show. Yeah. Um. You know, we've tried to include them. Many of the wineries we had had on uh, brought you know always something of that nature. Right. And you know, it's they're they're great. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get a really delicious, uh, sparkling wine. Whether it's you know from Italy or Spain or even New Jersey. Um, you know, you can find a really great one. Right. And as I said, I, I've been buying Lunetta, which is nine ninety nine for three. But when I say three bottles, they're like oh, one drink per bottle. Yeah, the split. The sp- the I guess one. it's a split. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Lunetta, I ha- I'm not really trying to advertise Lunetta, but I do buy them because of the price. And I love the taste. I really love the taste. So um, how is Prosecco different from regular wine? I was wondering about that. Just because it's sparkling? Is that what makes it different? Well, that that is certainly the, the the main thing that separates it from a regular wine. Yeah, it is a sparkling wine from the region of Prosecco. Uh, my favorites come from an area of Prosecco called Val de Biadene. Uh huh. And if you see that on a Prosecco, buy it. Uh, my Say that again for me because I I uh, didn't uh, I didn't quite hear what you said. What is it? Val Val de Biadene. V a l d o b b i a-N-N-E, I think it's... Okay. Val de Biadene. That's an area for Prosecco. That anyone who... Uh, Nino Franco makes a Rustico Prosecco uh-huh. from Val de Biadene for the 
retails for about 18 bucks. It's so, absolutely fantastic. So it's not um, a brand. It's a kind of, of Prosecco. Is that what you're saying? It's, it's, it's a Prosecco is a region. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of Prosecco, Valdebbiadene. And the, the Proseccos that come from there are yeah. my favorite. Oh, my. Oh, see, I'm learning. I'm already learning from you guys. <laughs> this is definitely food for thought. And when you've had a birthday, you have to go out and celebrate. Wouldn't you agree? And what better well, way? On, to, yeah. And what better way to celebrate than with a Prosecco like that? I mean, I can't think of anything better. So um, thank you. Thank you very much. Now, we have like um, two minutes left. Is there anything you want to emphasize at this point? I do. I just wanted to say that, um, you know, again, we did this show for everyone, but our our mission originally was to try to get people to open up their minds and expand their palates. You know, if you go, you have a go to wine all the time, like you said, I like whites, I like this. We want people to know there are endless possibilities out there and you should try something before you decide you don't like it because your favorite wine might be out there. Right. Okay. And Ray, any other thoughts from you? Well, Corey, Corey put it, uh, that show is, you know, try as much as you can. Yep. Try everything. Your favorite wine is out there and you haven't met it yet. And also what I'd like to also say, because I think not enough people have fun. And, of course, in this world it's hard to have fun. I, I'm the first one to say that. But I've been to some wine um, classes, and people are so serious about it. They're not having any fun. And my big thing is, hey, have fun with it. Wouldn't you agree, guys? I mean, when you go to a class, when you're trying different wines, have fun. Is that kind of outlandish to say? Well, you certainly hit on a point. There are many people in the wine industry who take themselves far too seriously. I mean, really. You should. you should, like anything else in life, have fun. Have fun because truly, truly, wine is so much fun and the taste is so great. And when you find the one that you like, just en- drink up and enjoy. That's my motto. Corey, do you have a motto about wine? Um, you know, drink it as often as you can and enjoy every minute of life because, you know, you never know what's around the corner. Right. And Ray, can, do you want to add to that piece of uh, that uh, philosophy? If you're, having a, if, if you're enjoying a great glass of wine, make sure you pour one for me. <laughs> and with that said, guys, do you know our uh, podcast has just about come to an end, but I am so looking forward to June. They're coming back, folks, June 15th, and it's going to be more of a tutorial. More of a tutorial, because I want to know about all the different kinds of wines in New Jersey and around the world. Okay, guys. Thanks a million. Thank Thank you. you Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, you will. Happy birthday.